All right, welcome. You ready to get squeezed? One, two of you are. The other are going to get squeezed whether you like it or not, so downward dog. Don't get scared by that. It's just a squeeze, like a, a hug, a universal hug. And it feels like that, the embrace of the in-breath. Wake up your nostrils. Wake up your lungs and move your body around right to left and front to back and just generate some movement. And really, this is the path to power, is to generate your power through skillful movement. You go right to left, front to back, and experience the earth below you. Fan your fingers across your mat and plug index finger mound into the ground, middle finger mound into the ground, ring finger mound into the ground, and the baby finger mound. The mounds are where the fingers meet the palms. Child's pose. Getting very specific and clear why we're here. So lay the burdens in your life down. We all come to the mat with our cup full, you know, the metaphorical cup of consciousness, just filled with contents, thoughts, experiences, what someone said today, what someone didn't say today, what happened, what didn't happen. And man, you carry the luggage of your life on your mat, you're going to turn your practice into dog cucky. So you keep your intention clear why you're here. Remember that. And if you need child's pose, take it. For some of you, it's your first time in the heat in a long time. What I rec would recommend, uh, if it's possible, just stay on your mat. Do your best you can. Modify what you need to modify. And let yourself get kicked in the pants a little bit. I'll take care of you. I got the communal environment. I got the air, the heat, the lights. I got your back. You take care of the body that's on your mat. Capiche? Tabletop. Don't you know what capiche means? You guys don't want to talk to your teacher tonight at all. That's okay. We just get down and dirty, gritty. Take a breath in. Roll over your toes, downward dog. Yeah, it's new for a lot of us being in this close quarters with human bodies. So maybe take a peek at your neighbor and give him a smile or don't. And if, I don't know, if, if I didn't receive a smile, I'd be like, oh, the person next to me is pissed off. I don't know, did I do something? No, you didn't do anything. They're just pissed off just at life. They're just pissed, angry people. And you know what? It's called being human, so we'll get through this together. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the left. And whatever you feel is warranted. It belongs here. <laughs> it's your path to awakening. You just let it be. And how do you just let it be? Oh, let it be. Well, open your eyes and see a physical point. Generate the flow of your breath. And that's the master key to just letting things be. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lift your left leg to the sky. Hopefully, you can unclench our hearts. Bend your upper knee. Take your upper leg to the right. Well, heart. Heart. I'll speak to the body that's on your mat. You can access that space in in the middle of your chest by fanning your fingers across your mat. Wow, you wake up your hands. Walk to the front of your mat. Separate your feet hip width, ragdoll. Grab your elbows. Shake your head out. Make sure there's no uh, tension in your neck. Can you let go of all the tension in your neck? And then fill your legs up with tension. Begin to straighten your legs just little by little. 
Begin to ground the center of each heel on your mat. Straighten your legs. Take your hips forward. And if your legs are straight and you're not breathing, bend your knees, regroup, reintegrate, bring your chest to your thighs. And then once your chest is on your thighs, you can begin to straighten your legs. Just go slow, though. Be mindful that your eyes are open, you're clear, relax your jaw. Lift your ten toes off your mat, spread them out, drop them back to the floor. Bring your hands to your mat, walk your feet together, ground your feet into the earth and stand up. Take your arms above you, fan your fingers apart. Look up, it's good to stretch out your throat. Now root your feet down into earth, rebound up to the lateral body. Feel blood flowing into your fingers. Wake up the muscles in your hands. Root down, go up another inch to the sky. Get that hidden inch. Bring your hands to your heart center. One ohm. your arms to the sky. Breathe in. Bow forward. You ready to get sweaty? I hope so. I hope so. I hope you brought a change of clothes. Halfway up. Eyes are still focused. Drishti practice. High plank. Drishti. So a gaze to the floor. And while you're down there, you can see your hands. Put your index fingers on 12 o'clock. Okay. Chin up. Away from your chest. Breathe in. Come forward and halfway down, low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Ah, oh, can be intense facing the truth. The truth's right here on your mat. Your body will never lie to you. You'll live in delusion your whole life, like not present. You won't feel the earth on your feet. You won't feel the air breathing you. You won't see the fire in people's eyes. Awaken the fire in your eyes. You keep your eyes steady and there's a looker, an observer, a witness that you're awakening right now. And it's so simple. Breathe out. Pull your belly up to your spine. Look up to your hands. Bend your knees. Walk to your hands. Clear vision. Halfway up. Clear. Clear. You clear right here? Bow forward. Gaze up to your navel. Complete it. Root down, sweep up, gaze to a point on the ceiling. Bow forward, gaze up to your navel. Halfway up, gaze to one point on the floor. Low plank, maybe drishti shifts as you come down close to the mat. Up dog, another drishti point right here. Point to point, down dog. Another drishti point, maybe the back edge of your mat, where is it? The hardwood floor, uh, maybe some grain in the hardwood floor, or where the back wall meets the floor. You don't want to look at a, a body, right, you know, like in the back row. It's like a tattoo. That's because it's moving, maybe. So choose a point that's still, maybe a piece of tape on the floor. Breathe out. Walk a leap to your hands. Halfway up, 
Forward bend. Sweep up. Bow forward. Flat back. High to low plank. Up dog, drishti. Smooth breath. Down dog, drishti. It's a beautiful Sanskrit word. Sanskrit? Drishti. Dihi. Dihi means to see. So drishti is to see clearly. Your two eyes focused on one point as a, as a moment-to-moment practice. Moment-to-moment practice. This is what sustains your vinyasa practice. Breathe out. Press your hands into your mat. Bend your knees. Look up to your hands. Walk or jump forward. Flat back. Forward bend. Sweep up. Bow forward. Long spine. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. You know, ujjayi breath. It's a victory for humanity when the body on your mat is well-breathed. And well-breathed, that's simple. You just got to remove all the blocks. And the heat's amazing. It's going to soften up the muscle tissue, and it's going to pull some stuff out of your organs that is just kind of maybe festering there. Though, if not removed, it's just, it'll turn into disease. Like, really. Breathe out. Pull your belly in and up to your spine. Look to your hands. Walk or jump. Halfway up. Forward bend. Utkatasana. Bow forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Upward dog. Downward dog. Warrior one. Right leg forward. Be intentional. Creating the physical foundation of the asana. The physicalness. Where your feet touch the floor. If you want to add space right to left, front to back, consider that. A huge part of this practice is inquiry. It's dropping what you know about yoga and seeing one point straight ahead of you, like clearing the space, dropping what you know, and just listening. Your eyes are what going to pacify the brain. And once the brain's pacified, you can begin to generate ujjayi. Let's do that together. Breathe in. Breathe out. Make the sound come from your throat. Breathe in. Breathe out. That's good. One more. Lengthen your spine. Go up. Catch the in-breath. Go up. Go down. Low plank. Smooth. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Left leg forward. Hey, once you've built your asana on rock, once you've built your house on rock, Fill the space. Get a lived-in experience. This is the beauty of vinyasa. You're getting a flesh and bones experience alive right now. A moment-to-moment declaration that you're right here, right now. It's a a meditation in motion, just moving point to point. In-breath, expand. Out-breath, contract. A few more counts. Just returning right back to right here, right now. Your power. 
Breathe in. Bring your hands to the mat, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. I'm so happy that you're here. I never, th I, there were thoughts of like, okay, this might be it for power yoga. It may have just lasted for like 20 years. It's at least around since the 70s. But um, earlier than that probably, but wow. Cutting edge. Being together, going deep, bringing our love, our awareness. It's perfect. Something's got your back if you're here. Let me say something's got our back. Breathe out. Look to your hands. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. This is global fitness. Bow forward. Halfway up. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Right leg forward. Root down. Breathe in. Go up. Low plank. Upward dog. Down dog. Warrior. Left leg forward. Be patient. Catch the in-breath. Go higher and higher. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Oh, look at that. Your bones getting some good pressure. Just dancing with gravity. Your skin waking up. Good heat from the outside. Good heat from the inside. Blood's getting oxygenated. Breathe out. Uriana Banda. Look forward. Walk or jump. Be light. No thumping. Inhale. Bow down. Chair. How low can you sit? Find your edge. Bow forward. Flat back. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Right leg forward. Breath and movement of one. One breath, one movement. Low plank. Inhale up. Exhale back, left foot forward, warrior. Press down, inhale, go up. Chaturanga. Inhale. Exhale. All right, the programming's there. The mechanics are there. Now, let's wake up the soul, some soul force. I'll just cue the breath, okay? Breathe out. Look to your hands and jump. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, hold the out breath, right foot, go, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, left foot, go, inhale, exhale. Inhale, exhale, awesome. Flip your dog, lead with your right leg. Set your eyes on one point. See that point, know that you're seeing a point, that this is the practice, drishti, clear, right here. High plank, heels to the right, left hand to the sky. See, when your gaze is clear, the energetic output will be sound, meaning that you'll be able to use the breath as a measure and you'll learn to turn the effort surrender dial. So it's right in the middle. Low plank. Give me a seal your lips. Up dog. <laughs> Down dog. You're just doing the best you can. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Yeah, we're setting the bar high. 
we're requesting everything from you. Prayer twists to the right. You just give everything you got that's going to look different every night you're on the mat. Just be true to you. You can straighten your arms. Five, build on rock. You've got to investigate. Both feet straight forward. Four, every toe. Meditate on the physicalness of your ten toes. Three, two, breathe out, be patient. Windmill up, warrior two. Gaze straight over your front middle finger. Extended side angle. Now maybe shift your gaze to your back heel. Line up your heels. Your front heel, back heel. You can bring them both into view. Put them on a line. Half bind. Now in yoga, asana, and creating yoga poses, you want to look, observe, use your drishti to make power lines. A horizontal line from heel to heel. And then a vertical line going from the shoulders, through the pelvis, through the knees, the ankles. Five. You can go into a three-quarters or a full bind. Four. Pull the pit of your abdomen to your spine. Three. Take your shoulders to your back. Good. Two. Low plank. Ah. Up dog. Down dog. The homecoming. The homecoming. Bring your feet together. Our daily homecoming. Left leg go high. Bend your upper knee and flip over. Some controlled chaos and an organizer. And the organizer is the witness. Drishti, and then witnessing, organizing, pull into center, press down and go up. High plank, heels to the left, take your right arm to the sky. Now be intentional, creating the physical foundation. So you're connected to earth, you're connected to something bigger than your thinking mind and your trying hard mind. Pull your belly to your spine, and from the core, shine out through the extremities. Chaturanga. Nice. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward, crescent lunge. See, now, some poses, you put your heels on one line. This one, you don't want your, your feet on one line. Prayer twist to the left. I like going about hip-width distance between the feet, right to left. And then 90 degrees at the front knee. Five. Check out your back foot. Your back foot is perpendicular to your mat. Four. The front shin, perpendicular to your mat. Three. Tighten up your back quadriceps. Pull in. Now press down, lift up, and twist. Two. Warrior two. Extended side angle. Half bind. Now from drishti, drishti, ujjayi, expansion, contraction. Give your breath a voice. Right? Make it hum at your throat. Five. Now work your way up from your feet into your legs. Four. Lift the front of your pelvis up and your tailbone down. Feel that shift in the pelvis. Three. Pin your shoulders to your back. Move your shoulder blades to the midline. Now push your spine up into your chest. Breathe in. Low plank. Up dog, moving some energy. Down dog. Let's do some jumping, either leapfrogs at the back of your mat, or you can jump up into handstands. 
The important thing is that you're getting your feet off the floor, and if you're in leapfrogs, keep the inner edge of your feet together. That's really important to build core strength. So the inner edge of your feet together for leapfrog with the knees out. Couple more, couple more. That's good, all right. Come to the front of your mat, Utkatasana. Prayer twist to the right. Okay, now harness that energy. Gaze to your feet. See, the drishti is a, it harnesses, it pulls in the energy. Without drishti, without your intentional, clear gaze on one point, your energy gets squandered. You leak like a sieve. You want to plug up the holes in the pose. Gaze steady. Relax your jaw. Seal your lips. Now take your shin bones back. Tilt your sitting bones back. Now from the sitting bones and the shin bones going back, press your collarbones forward. You can straighten your arms. Five. Four. Keep the sides of your neck tension free. Three. Two. Ragdoll. Separate your feet hip width, fingers to toes pose. Lengthen your spine, breathe in. Pull the crown of your head towards the ground. You okay with this? Make your elbows go out to the sides of the room. Take your shoulders to your back. I get like an amazing experience of the spine lengthening. But I gotta pull my crown to the ground and at the same time lift the sitting bones up to the sky. Use your in-breath. Use your out-breath to move you. Lean in. Lean in. Breathe in. Empty out. Straighten your legs more. Lean in. Okay, let go of your toes. Crawl. Five. Good training for handstands. Four. Press the inner edge of your feet together. Lift your hips up. Three. Make your claws come out. Two. Float, chaturanga. Up dog. Nice. Down dog. Jump up to your hands. Halfway up. Forward bend. Chair. Prayer twist to the left. Your breath will get dampened here. You'll get hijacked from your breathing practice. And then you can reclaim your breathing practice when you are in your gaze practice. It's a process. First the foundation, and then you start creating inner space. Cleaning your temple. Check if there's any excess tension around the temples and around the brow. Smooth that out. And straighten your arms. Five. Do the little tiny micro shift in the legs. Right hip crease back. Four. Inner ankles back. Three. Outer ankles down. Toes. Spread them out. Now lift up. Twist. Two. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet. Hip width. Gorilla. Bring your chest in, or, or your belly to your thighs. On your in-breath, get longer through your backbone. On your out-breath, get longer through your hamstrings. Bring the pressure. No pressure, no diamonds. 
try to pull your hands out from underneath your feet. Like really try to do that though. That's the practice in the asana. There's the form of the asana, right? The shape. But then there's the action, the work that you're doing. Drishti, ujjayi. And then activating muscle energy. Lift your quadricep muscles up. Lean forward. Breathe out. Right. Crawl. Go. Five. So once the inner edge of your feet together, press them in to the center line. Four. Three. Two. Float. Chaturanga. <laughs> up dog. That's good. Down dog. Walk up to the front of your mat quietly. Quietly. No thumb. Halfway up. Bow forward. Sweep up. Eagle. Get that air in. And right leg over. Right arm under. Five. There's an inflation and then a compression. Four. From the center, expand out. Three. From the outside, pull in. Two, pull into center. Sweep up. Eagle. Bend your knees. Take your left leg up and over your right leg. And bring your left arm under your right arm. Five. From the skin. Four. Into the fascia. Into the muscles. Three. Into the bones. Squeeze your thigh bones together. Breathe out. Sweep up. Go. Eagle. Five. Unmessable with drishti. Four. Drishti. Unmessable with. Three. Two. Sweep up. Nothing messes with drishti. Bring your hands to your heart center. Did we do both sides? No? Go. Left side. Five. Four. Take your upper arm bones back. Three. See, you push your spine into your chest. Two. Lift up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise. Come to the front of your mat and balance on your left leg. Bring your right knee up. Make it square. Stay here with your right hand at your knee. Your left hand at your hip. Or straighten your upper leg in front of you. One. Two. Take your right shoulder back. Three. And your shoulder and your hips square to the front of your mat. Four. Take your upper leg to the right. Gaze to the left. One. Lower the chin to the chest slightly. Two. Lift the crown of your head up to the sky. Three. Good. Uddiyana Bandha. Four. Bring your upper leg in front of you. Lift your arms above you. Pull the air in. Airplane. Point to point with your drishti. Come up a little bit so you don't kick her. So you don't kick her. Yeah. Too, too close for comfort. <laughs> Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. When you're intentional about creating the physical foundation of the yoga pose, you'll, you'll fall in love with the asana. Five. Four. Three. Pull your lower ribs to center line. Pull them in. Look up. Two. Kick more. Look up. Kick more. Ragdoll. Nice. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Take your arms high. Breathe in. 
Bring your hands to your heart center. How you doing? Okay. All right. Standing leg raise. Balance on your right leg. It's good to be back in the fire. Yeah, it's intense, but we know without intensity, life can just be flat and dull. Take your upper leg to the left, gaze to the right. There's different levels of intensity, too, and you're right in the middle of it all. Bring your upper leg in front of you. Lift your arms above you. Pull the air in. Airplane. You keep the air moving past the nostrils as it enters and it exits. You are in your power. Take something. Love. Intention. Attention. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. So the block, about a little, like maybe two, three, four inches on the outside of the bottom foot. It could be on one line. It could be. It's a little... Like up in the ante a bit. Okay, stay here or half bow. And lighten your toe pads. Five. Pull in. Four. Three. Tighten up your legs. Quadriceps in. Pull in. Now press down and shine out. Two. Ragdoll. All right. Bring your hands to the floor. Walk your feet together. Stand up. Take your arms to the sky. Gather your hands in a prayer over your heart center. Dancer, lift your left arm up. Drop your right arm by your side. Bend your right knee. Grab your right ankle or your shin. Now remember, this is a breathing practice. The dance, the asana, is just a space that you're intentional about seeing clearly. So your brain is here now. And then breathing. So your mind moves beyond the space between your ears. It gets down into your feet. Five. Move air. Four. And then air moves you. Three. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Nice. Dancer. Left leg. <coughs> Aim. Ease. Ease. Five. Sometimes our effort just goes into not trying hard. Four. The form's going to change shape. Three. But you're present. Two. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Nadarajasan. Right leg. Ready? Set. Go. Ten. Yeah, just plug into your gaze. You come out of doing into just being. It's like surfing on breath. Five, in breath, press down and go up. Four, out breath, press down and go up. Three, kick back, move forward, go up higher. Two, bring your upper foot to the floor, exit, ease. Left leg dancer. Ready? You're doing great. Stay the course. Ready? Go. Ten. If you're um, filling your feet up with awareness, like both feet on 12 o'clock, that could be a little confusing for some of us, just upper foot into dasana, like the ankle's not doing anything wonky. Both feet. Five. Much more control of the legs. Kick your upper shin back. 
Four, trying to straighten both legs. Three, kick down. Now get the rebound, go up. Two, awesome, bring your upper foot to the floor. Three, right into it, right in, balance on your left leg. Gaze straight ahead of you. The tap root. The defining practice of vinyasa. Drishti, vinyasa. No drishti, no vinyasa. It's that simple. Mike, you're either now here, you can see physical reality, naked reality, no names, not naming anything, just seeing it. Or you're in a trance. There's nothing wrong being in a trance. I'm in a trance most of the time. The only time I wake up is when I realize I'm in a trance and I get focused. Lift your arms to the sky. Dharana. Concentrate. One point. Do the work. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Tree. It's easier to concentrate when there's oxygen, huh? Your brain needs oxygen. Most important thing uh, when I open the studio and today is this big oxygen tube. So when you hear that hum, no, oxygen's coming right in. I, I have this tube. You can't see it, but it's linked up to the top of Mount Tom. So you get fresh prana right in. Lift your arms to the sky. There's so much you don't see. It's right in front of your face. You don't see it. Get really clear right here. Drishti. It's like a superpower. Like literally. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Reach your arms above you. Breathe in. Bow forward. Halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Warrior two. How's he? Straighten your legs. Triangle. The construction of triangle. Drishti on your feet. Make a power line from heel to heel. And then stack your joints. Five. One of the keys of triangle is getting the pelvis shifted. Four. The front of your pelvis up to your belly button. Three, your tailbone to your back heel. Keep that work. Move the pelvis. Now radiate from the heart into the hands. Shine out. Stand up. Face left. Preservita. Feet parallel to one another or pigeon-toed. Lift your arms up above you. Drop your right arm by your side. Bind your shoulders. Some good work on the shoulders. Simple work, but really effective. Bow forward. Look at your feet and place them just how you want them. You've got to look at each foot and then the relationship between your feet, the relationship between your toes. Lift your ten toes up and spread them out. Drop them back to the floor. Now lift your quadricep muscles up and take your pelvis forward. Relax your neck. Breathe into your shoulders. Open your eyes. Breathe in. Empty out. Stand up. Face front. If you want to do reverse prayer, it's right here. You can do that. Bow over your front leg. Now, the little micro-adjustment between the feet, front to back, even if you've been practicing 20 years, it's actually the inquiry and the observation that is the practice. The observation, the the listening, and then the the informant. You, the informant. Twisting triangle. You've got plenty of information. You want to form within yourself a light, and that'll shine onto your path 
five, the right here, the right now experience, four, the golden spiral moving up from the ankles, the legs, three, triggered at the pelvis. Now lengthen your spine, lift up and twist, two, chaturanga. Good, good. Up dog, down dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one, warrior two. The uh, was for me. That was me. That was my. I'm calling that. Straighten your legs. Triangle. Even, even a half an inch, Anala, between your feet front to back is, is the practice of creating space for something new to flow through from the earth, up the legs. Lift your quadriceps up. Now trigger it at the pelvis. Get that shift in the pelvis. Okay, spread your fingers out. Finger knuckles. Yeah, there's flow there. Breathe out. Stand up. Face right. Pigeon toe the feet. It's good on the, um, any impingements you have in the front of the hips, toes in. Okay, uh, go muka. You'll take your right arm out, your left arm down. Bind your shoulders, your heart spine. Breathe in. Bow down. Every time I do inverted forward bends, I lift my toes up spread them out, and then drop them back to the floor. There's a process. You know, I don't, even th- I don't think about it now. I'm trained into doing that. But this is hopefully what asana will train you into do, is just to look, to observe, to feel, and then to be moved. Your body's super intelligent. It knows what to do. you just got to set it free, not like over-controlling it on the mat, like having the experience you have and just letting it be. That's it. Stand up. Face front, reverse prayer, or you stay with your gomuka, your call, always. Bow over your front leg. Once the binds start to burn and the mudras start to bring up some good pain, that's when it's starting to work and it's, and it's putting your yes to the test. Twisting triangle, your desire to grow. It's right in those moments when you... Notice yourself holding your breath. Five, not giving everything you've got. Four. Three, root down into earth. Now rebound up and twist. Two, chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. High plank. Lower to your mat. Four, three, two, one. Okay, bring your arms by your side. Enjoy your rest. You can give yourself a little face massage, a belly massage. Maybe a little pelvis massage. Okay, if you didn't flip your head, why don't you do that now? And before we start on our back bench, just take a couple conscious breaths so you can feel your belly wake up and kind of extend into the floor just a little bit. All right, primed up, ready, locust. Clasp your hands at your lower back. Maybe a strap is good. You've got to get your shoulders to your back, though. Yeah, they'll just stay frozen on your chest unless you break that mold. Now pull into center, press down, and come up. Five. Four, you okay? Pull into my legs. Three, yeah, more of that. Lift the fronts of your thigh bones up in that. Chin to your chest a little. Two. Come back to the floor. Good. Breathe in. Empty out. Oh, yes. Bow. 
That was like a quarter of the pandemic <laughs> in there. <laughs> On your in-breath, pull your thigh bones into center. Do you see how they drift apart? Pull them in. Press your shins to the back of the room. You can go side to side and give your intestines a massage. Five, maybe the right half, the left half of the stomach. Four, the upper part of the stomach, the lower part of the stomach. Three, breathe though, breathe. Two, come down. You okay? All right. Relax, yeah. Breathe in. Empty out. Bow. On your in-breath, shins back. So your shin bones back and your thigh bones up. You kind of isolate your legs just for emphasis, right? Five, let your upper body be lifted by the strength of your legs. Four, you okay, Cal? Three, a little less here, a little less here. Two, come back to your mat. All right. Up dog. Down dog. Camel. Always look down at the knees. You can see, you know, this is one of the defaults in camels that the knees slide apart a little bit because the, the kneecaps float. So you've got to really pin the knees down on the mat and pull in. Five. You press your feet down. Take your hips forward. Four. Three. Two. Down dog. Okay. <laughs> Camel. You're doing great. I got your back. Shavasana is right around the corner. Five. Four. Three. There and get there. Two. Down dog. Hey, bridge. You can just bend your knees and jump through the space between your hands. Or anyway, and the bridge is good. Anyway, anyway. Press your feet in your mat, lift your hips off the floor. Five. Straps are really good. You interlace your fingers with the strap and then walk your shoulder blades in. Four. It's a really effective backbend, but you've got to get the, shoulders, the shoulder blades closer and closer to the spine. Three. Two. Come back to your mat. Wheel. Reset your feet. Wheel? Wheel? Already? Wheel? Shavasana is close. Ready? Here we go. Press on the floor and come on up. If you want deep breaths, you've got to work. You've got to work with depth and a depth of awareness. So start with your hands and your feet. Five, pull your thigh bones to center. Four, yeah, free up your lower back. Three, two, bring your chin to your chest. Come back to the mat. Breathe in. Empty out. Wheel. Press down and come up. 
five, four, you want this up here, three, two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. You see the difference with that? Yeah. yeah. All right. How about two more? Sounds perfect, right? Two more? All right, two more. Here we go. One at a time, right? On your in-breath, press down and come up. Yeah. Five. Four. Press into my hands. Three. I'm not doing anything. Two. <laughs> come down. All I did was touch you. That's all I did. I know you were. And I was just there, just, just hanging out with you, like, mm, put my arm around you. Putting your, my arm around you on the cliff can be scary, though, huh? All right, ready? Last one. On your in-breath, press the floor and come on up. Know that, know that in this asana, when you exit this asana, you've done your work. Like, this is what you came to the studio for tonight. And push yourself up to the edge and then just mm, observe. Five, there's no right or wrong, you're just here. Four, root down into earth and go up. Three, press the floor more. Two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. <clears throat> okay, bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes, enjoy your rest. Straighten your legs. Take your arms back. Breathe in. Empty out. Pull your knees into your body. Give your back a massage. All the different regions of your back. Give your upper back, the mid-back, lower back region of the kidneys, the heart, back of your lungs, dead bug. Do some bottom of your feet exploration. The pads of your fingers on your feet. You can hook your toes. You can grab your inner thighs. Just breathe into your groin. And, and pull your belly down towards your spine, too. And maybe chin to your chest a little bit. So you're not cranking on your neck. Okay, let go of your feet. Straighten your legs on a vertical line. Lace your fingers at the back of your head and broaden the space between your elbows. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Chin up. Breathe in. Exhale, come up. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty, one, 
two, three and O's, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, forty, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Keep your legs, sit on your forearms or make your arms hover by your side. Lower your legs 30% towards your mat. Lower your legs 60% to your mat. Firm up your legs and drop your legs two inches from the floor. Five, four, three, two, one. Legs up. Pull your knees into your body. Bicycle. Get some good bilateral movement and wire it in to your consciousness by keeping your gaze steady and your breath flowing. We won't do many. Yeah, whole body working right to left, upper and lower half, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Legs up. Sit on your forearms. Lower your legs 30% towards your mat. 60% and um, go side to side at 60%. All right, now bring your legs to center and go down to two inches and then do crossovers. Five. Oh, you like light raising levels? Four. Three. Two. Bring your legs to center. Lift your legs up. Pull your knees into your chest. Twist. Take your knees to the left. Bring your chin to your right shoulder and place the, the lower body so the legs are stacked. And you're making a distinction and the intensity of the twist. So if you get your knees up higher, can you feel how that brings more twist through the, the gut? And if your knees are down lower, maybe less. And maybe you need to have your knees lower so your shoulders stay on your mat. Breathe right into that tight region uh, where the stomach and the vital organs are getting twisted. Air is good, right? Not cold. Bring your knees up to center, over to the right, bring your chin to your left shoulder. Really developing um, trust. The highest form of love. Trust. And the seed of trust is faith. Every time you get onto your mat, you're exercising faith. There's some vision within you that knows that you have what you need. You can count on yourself and get yourself through anything. And not just get through it, but bow down to something bigger than you that's actually teaching you. That's what the whole practice is for me, just embodying presence so I can take the highs and lows of life. I don't get caught in poor me. I just do my work. 
Bring your knees to center. Grab behind your thighs. Rock and roll. Give yourself a good paraspinal massage. Front to back, front to back. Get some momentum and then cross your ankles. Roll over your ankles, downward dog. Half pigeon, lunge your right leg forward. Laying on your back and do a figure four is awesome. If you're next to a wall and you put one of, uh, really on this side, you'll put your left foot on the wall and then you'll do a figure four. That can be good. That was your exit. <laughs> you can put a block under your right hip too. You, you, you want you want to support your your front knee. It's really it's just a little bit, right? Like if your your right hip was off the mat, like I know it's just a little bit, but it's putting pressure on the lateral ligaments of the knee. So if you have a block under there, maybe a rolled up towel, that'll support you in a way that you can surrender to gravity and not create. Uh, strain on the ligaments. How about the ligaments in the neck, too? Those are always kind of straining the muscles in the neck. Relax them. And how about the, uh, the brow? Little micro muscles around your eyes and your, and your lips. How about the, the shoulders, the deltoids, the trapezius muscles? Right up around the neck. Relax that. You see, do you see how you have to look in there? You have to look. You have to close your eyes. It's called pratyahara. You have to close your eyes, and you have to intentionally wake that which can see. You've got to wake up that which can see. You know, it looks through your eyes, but if you close your eyes, that which you can see, oh, let me say, that which sees is still accessible. And you, we call it insight, right? We look in. We're literally looking in. This is, this is the practice of drishti. With our head down and our eyes closed, we're still looking in. We're focusing on an inner point. And that gives us the, the foundation to breathe, to cultivate ujjayi breath, and feel vinyasa. You see, you don't do vinyasa. It just arises because you do drishti and you generate a relationship with your out-breath and your in-breath. You assist it. You move with it. Hey, you go with the flow. Okay, well, where's the flow? It's right underneath your nose. There's no space in the body. So it's just like, it's like a little, it's a little, tiny little ocean that's landlocked. You start breaking the land apart. You start awakening the muscles in your hands and your feet, creating space between your toes and your fingers, regaining the mobility in the shoulders. You're literally creating space. And it's, a, it's an ocean of awareness. About the time counts to be self-aware, to use the breath to anchor your consciousness down into every cell of your body. See, through asana practice, you have access to the whole. This is why we bring emphasis to the parts so we can understand the whole. You can see this on a, on a, on a bigger playing field too, on a, in a bigger context, that when we understand ourselves, on some level, even just physically, you know, and understand the biomechanics of the body, 
understanding um, some level of how human beings get attached and we push stuff away and we live in delusion. Just getting a sense of that. We start getting a sense of other people and letting them be. You know, letting them be, letting them live their lives. And we start examining our own life. Deeply. With reverence. Breathe in. Empty out. Down dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward with care, with intention and purpose. Observe how you place your front knee, like what angle you created. I always look at the front foot to see if, see if I can get the front foot in Tadasana. So in Tadasana and half pigeon, the front foot, you'll really be on the baby toe edge of the front foot. And if you look at the front foot, you, you'll want the, the toe mound stacked on a vertical plane. The toe mounds stacked on a vertical, the best you can. The observable physical world, the measurable, the world that we can measure and see and touch is, is informative. In fact, uh, when we're awake, we realize it's a mirror, the world around us. You know about that, that story about the monk who sat at the edge of his town welcoming visitors to the town? And a visitor came by and he asked the monk, he goes, I'm moving into town. How are the people in this town? And the monk said, well, where are you coming from? How are the people in the town you're coming from? He said, oh, the people in the town I came from are really sweet and nice and courteous and kind. And he goes, well, you're going to find the same people here. The next travel comes around. And he asked the monk, he's just like, you know, I'm, I'm moving into town. He goes, how are, the, how are the people in this town? He goes, well, where are you coming from? How are the people in the town you're coming from? He goes, oh, they're nasty. And they're mean. And they're self-centered. He goes, you're going to find angry, mean, self-centered people here too. This is a big awakening in practice. And what we're connected and we're whole and we have access to our bodies. There's, a, there's just a certain quality of light that we walk around with. And people feel it from us. They might not know it. But just doing the work, even if, even if you got, came to the practice and got dragged to the practice and were in resistance and just like a sea of complaints, it's, it's working still. 
Otherwise, the sea of complaints and the resistance, it would just have you when you wouldn't know it. You'd just be like in a stalemate with life. It's good just to come here and work through all that resistance. Leave it on the mat, sweat it out. It's the best investment in the world. I'm 46 years old, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't spend my day doing anything until I did this, until I practiced and taught. I mean, that's my practice. You know, I, I practice and I teach. Then I get along with my life. So five more counts. Practice, so important. Just coming back to the mat, being gritty. Getting on the mat when your heart's broken. Getting on the mat when you're elated and everything's flowing. You just come back to the mat. You take inventory. And you remember how fortunate you are. That's what vitality does. It just makes you realize how fortunate you are that you have some vitality. It's a great attribute of vitality is gratitude that you have vitality. You wouldn't know it unless you had it. And then you have it and you know it. Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. Take a good look at your foundation. You got your feet in eye shot, so feet in Tadasana. Shins as stacked up as they can be. Maybe a block underneath your left knee. Block underneath your left thigh. Get your sitting bones grounded, though. That's the important thing, is that your foundation is connected to earth. If you look at your right ankle, can you get it past your thigh bone and then flex the feet so your heel gets plugged right through the middle of your ankle, both feet, and then lean forward, relax your neck, close your eyes, check up from the neck up, no excess tension around the jaw or lips. Neck is at ease, and may, maybe the throat changes the form, right, the, the space that creates the hum of ujjayi breath. Maybe that changes shape because your head's bowing down and your neck, the form of the neck shifts. Okay, so what's the texture of ujjayi breath like now? And what's the resonance of ujjayi breath now? What's the volume? You see, you're creating this. This is the looking, the inner look. Keep pulling the air in. Use the, mu use the muscles in between your ribs. Use the, your back muscles, your pectoral muscles. Pull it in. If it's going to happen, ujjayi breath, it's, it's being um, cultivated right now. You drift off and then you reinvest. Sometimes you just say, breathe in, like quietly, and you do it. Or you say, breathe out, and then you do it. But coach yourself. Give it up to get empty. Give it up. Can you bring the shin forward a bit? Is it okay on the knees? Mm -hmm. You okay? Five more counts. You can relax your neck. Yeah, like that. There you go. Two in. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. There you go. You breathe in, empty out. 
Nice it up. Switch legs. Huge, huge opportunity right now. To create uh, longevity in your meditation and asana practice. They're marked moments, moments, that they're atomic moments, moments just as happen. They just happen from nowhere, but it seems like from nowhere, but it's from all the work you've done. And then there's a possibility to access, it's like a quantum leap, like a jump, a transformation. Can you be still? Like let the outer body, the shell, the skin, the muscles, the bones be still. That's up to you. That's volition. That's willpower to be still. And then to look. Okay. Okay, that's okay though. Just be intuitive. Just, right? Bring your hands forward a little bit. Don't go much. We'll just break the seal. There you go. Focus on your exhalation. Like the artistry of breathing out. Get the air at the bottom of the lungs out. Like really and feel that. Feel what it's like to be empty. What's it feel like? Like to be empty. Like holding on to nothing. And maybe you investigate and you're like, oh yeah, I'm still holding on around the neck, the jaw, the shoulders. Can you let go? That's it. That's it. More breath. More breath. You feel rigidity, tightness. More breath. You're in a psychological storm. Okay, more breath. Or five more counts. There you go. There you go. That's it. There you go, brother. Breathe in. Empty out. Oh. Okay, sit up. Extended, seated, forward bend. Straighten your legs in front of you. Well, don't straighten them. Extend them and bring your chest or your belly to your thighs. Grab your feet. Lengthen your spine. And relax your neck. Maybe use the strength of your arms to, okay, Sarah? Strength of your arms to pull your upper body towards the mat. You okay? You tell me if it's too much, okay? Good, Sarah. Can you relax your neck anymore? Anybody. Anybody. I'll take anybody. <laughs> Breathe in. Empty out. Okay, sit up. That's good. Inverted table. Five. Four, belly down, good, Anawada. Three, breathe in here. Yes, yes, Anawada. Lift up. Two, come down. Take an inversion if you like. Waterfall or 
shoulder stand or headstand. Gaze at your feet and know the difference. So distinction. One of the um, attributes of intelligence to make distinctions. To know when you're present and then to know when you're in a trance. Get to know the trance. Get to know the drift. Drifting off in delusion. Drifting off, pushing something away that you don't want to have happen. Drifting off, um, attached to something happening. Your whole thought forms are in these three realms. If you look, it's pervasive. It's not like you're special. It's happening to other people and not you or to you and other people. It's just what mind does. So to make the distinction of being here now, seeing physical naked reality, your ten toes. Well, if it would be better languaging, ten toes, not your ten toes, huh? Just ten toes. Two feet, two legs. Physical space. Training. That's what drishti to samadhi. Samadhi. Seeing life through a clear lens. Getting out of the language barrier and into the body. It's amazing how our conversations are different, way different when we're embodied. Less gossip. Less naysaying. More um, conversations around what's possible and what's good and the love that's present. You can bring your knees to your forehead or your feet to the floor behind you. And you can go from um, a trance to being present in one moment. In fact, that is how it works. In one moment, you're present. And then the next moment, you're gone. A vigilant warrior can see this, accept it, and through their acceptance of it, they begin to have some control over that. They learn how to get their feet on the ground, metaphorically. Physically, if their feet are on the ground, they're, they're standing straight. They're conscious of their posture. Coming back to their senses is a practice. Take your knees by your ears if you're not there. So drishti, still drishti. Maybe your eyes are closed, but drishti. Still the looker, the witness, the observer, alive, right here, ready now. All right, supta bhada kanasana. Or full shavasana. Just clear your space. to see the way that we see. To meditate is just being conscious that thoughts are here. And if you're not conscious thoughts are here, you're going to look through thoughts and you're going to wallpaper the whole world.
but can you just get to the bones and the muscles and the skin that's on your mat and you get two eyes and the face on the head that's on your mat and then there's this looker, this eternal looker that's living in the body now. It's going to leave the body someday, but it's here now. So let the body rest and um, just watch. Just watch. Like you're looking into uh, the room, practicing drishti, but your eyes are closed and a whole field of awareness reveals itself. Look into that space. Let me say a whole space becomes available to bring your awareness into. Bring your attention and listen. Breathe in. Open your mouth, let it go. Breathe in. Open your mouth. Let it go. 
roll over onto your right. Keep your eyes closed, sit up, come to a comfortable seated position. Put your hands in a prayer over your heart center, sit up straight. One ohm. to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say namaste. Peace and love. Good work. Nice job. <laughs> nice work. All right. Good. You did a great job. Go get water. Get salt. You need salt, right? You need salt. More salt than what you would normally have if you weren't sweating like this. Make that part of your practice. Get some Himalayan salt or sea salt and salt your salad, okay? And I will see you soon, okay? When you stand up, stay on your feet. Put your blocks, not over here next to the wall, okay? Those are clean. We put them over here, and then we just soak them in. So stack them over here. If you've got a mat of yogi toes, they'll go in the hampers. And if your strap is relatively dry, just hang it up over here. If it's not, we'll wash it, put it in the hamper. I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye, you guys.